Jeffrey? Um, what we've talked about this morning, what we've heard about is need for balance system. And I think that's really important. I think what the question is and the concern that I have is what's the appropriate balance? And I think we have a recommendation that um, in terms of road funding, that funding should go, that could go for roads, is going to go for roads. I think that is appropriate. The question is, what about the rail and uh, bus funding, the, the transit funding? Is it um, the appropriate balance to have $2 million towards rail? And I think it's either 26 or 28 or 30. I'm going to ask staff what it was, but it's about $28 million that is being proposed for the transit district. And you know, I think it's, you know, the as we heard from the last presentation, what the transit district wants to do is extremely desirable. will make for a, a much, much better uh, bus system. And I'm very supportive of it. My concern is, though, that it's a three-year program. And it can get started with a little bit less money in the first year, as far as I'm concerned. And so I want to talk a little bit about what are the consequences of the staff recommendation in terms of the continuing with the rail feasibility study. As I understand it, and I'm sure staff, if somebody, if not somebody else, will correct me, the next phase, with the current phase of feasibility, we have the funding for that. That's going to take maybe 18 months to complete. The next phase, which is the EIR, may cost, or the final phases, may cost as much as $26 million. We're hoping that we'll get a grant for that. With the $2 million, maybe we'll only need $24 million. The grant won't be for 100%. And that's really what my concern is, because we'll have to come up with 20%. The only place we can come up with that 20% is Measure D. And Measure D funding is quite limited at, for rail. Um, much of it is going towards maintenance, which we know is a never-ending problem. Um, but some of it is going for this rail study. To the extent that we're able to put aside some of this money that's available to us now, this $30 million or whatever it is, for the rail study, that's less Measure D money that we're going to need down the road. And that's going to make a big difference in terms of one, whether we're ever one going to be able to complete that study, and two, if the study turns out to show that rail is feasible, um, whether that is going to be possible to use some of that money for the construction of passenger rail service. Passenger rail, as others have said, is going to be an incredible boost, or significant boost at least. I don't too much hyperbole here, a significant boost to tra public transit, especially between Watsonville and Santa Cruz, city of a whole corridor. Being able to afford to provide that service, if it turns out to be feasible, and having the funding to allow it to be feasible is, I think, really important. So it's a question of what's the appropriate balance here. 
my I originally I supported as did ITAC at their meeting the original staff recommendation was to give $8.5 million to the rail study and the rest of it to the metro. And I think that that would really make a significant difference in terms of, one, our ability to get the state, the state grant to do the next phase, and two, the, the, the impact that having to provide the local share would on the Measure D rail funding. I've been convinced from the presentation by Metro, the Metro manager, that it, you know there is a need over the three years to have this thirty-two billion dollars, and supportive of it. My sense, though, is that um, that's going to take time to get going. There could be other funding sources over the next couple of years. And this is a chance, this is a source of funding that comes along only irregularly. So what, I'm, what I would propose as a compromise is that the allocation to, for the rail study go from $2 million to $4.25 million. So that it would represent half of what was the original staff recommendation. There would still be well over $20 million for the Metro pilot, three-year pilot project. So I'm going to, uh, I would like to amend, make a motion to amend the motion on or to move the staff recommendation with the Increase in the funding for rail from two million to four point five million dollars, and I would say negative, because yeah, as you stated in nineteen seventy eight, we had a golden opportunity, and and then in Measure D, we had a golden opportunity. Now we have a transformative opportunity to transform our community, and by a planning document, like you said, we have other avenues. You said Metro has other avenues. Brown Trail has other avenues. We can, you know, but it's a planning document. This is food on the ground. This is for our community. This is transformative. The first time in, since 78 that we're actually going to put so much service, so much emphasis in, in, in providing a broadcast system. So, um, not. So it's, no, a, it's no, not considered no. a friendly amendment, uh, I think. Uh, are you proposing a substitute motion, Commissioner Schifrin? I guess I'll make it as a substitute motion. Okay. Is there a second? I'll second. Uh, I'd like to see where um, others are at here. All right. I would like to respond to Commissioner Montesino's response, my motion. Um, there's right. no question that the Metro proposal is worth funding. And it's going to move forward, mm. three-year program. There are, as we've seen over the years, the funding available for Metro comes in many different forms, from state government, from federal government. And one of the you know creative ways that Metro has been able to get funding is the free fare program, I think is a very desirable pilot as well. And, you know, it's... Metro has opportunities. In fact, there is very little funding 
available for rail. It gets 8% of the Measure D money. Metro gets 16%. Measure D, uh, the Metro is getting $31.4 million a year in just local funding, sales tax, the Measure D funding, and the vast majority of the TDA money. All is going to Metro. And I've always supported that. I just think that this is a time when, if we're going to be serious about rail, and I know you as well as the other South County representatives have been very supportive of moving forward with rail, it's going to make a difference in terms of how much this commission owes its commitment to really wanting to take rail seriously by putting some of money that it could allocate into the rail study. And uh, going from $2 million out of what was originally an $8 million, $8.5 million uh, recommendation is not a huge uh, commitment. I think $4.25 million is a much fairer commitment. That's why um, um, I've offered this substance. Thank you, Commissioner Schifrin. Sorry, Johnson. Sorry, you. I would just like to make one clarification, Mr. Chair. Um, the um, zero emission passenger rail project. The total cost for doing the full environmental document is twenty six million dollars. That does include uh, the concept report, which the commission has already funded uh, of the commission, and with Measure D money plus grant funds that the RTC secured from TERSIP, the total of nine point two three million. So that does leave. Uh, about $16.8 million uh, for the, that are needed for that project to have complete funding. And I know there's a lot of numbers that are out there, so it's easy to get confused. Thank you for that clarification, Director. Commissioner Kalantari-Johnson. Thank you. Yeah, Commissioner Brown said she wanted to see where um, commissioners were at. I'm not in support of this alternate motion. I'm in support of the original motion made, the staff recommendation. Um, we have a really unique opportunity before us right now. Um, we heard from Metro workers here, we heard from the public, and um, we've got boots on the ground, literally. We're ready to go, and without the 28 million, we won't be. Um, this is not a moment for us to pit rail against uh, buses. We need each other. Neither modes of transportation will be successful either now or in the future if we don't truly collaborate. Um, and I do believe the staff recommendation and where we have landed um, with the staff recommendation is true collaboration and gives momentum both for us to for the metro to move forward with what's in the works ready to go in a couple of weeks with phase one and spring summer with phase two um, and continue to support <coughs> rail which we know from the last election um, our community wants to see i have a, i'm committed to that as a, a metro board member to see both modes of transportation so that's where i'm at Thank you, Commissioner Lantar Johnson. Yep. Uh, Commissioner McPherson. Yeah, thank you. Um, and I will be against the substitute motion and go support the initial motion. Um, I have a extended uh, comment that I'd like to, it's adjusted now, but uh, first I want to thank the RTC for the recommendations on the roads, uh, especially in my district and the fifth district on uh, Glen Arbor Road, the Svelton San Lorenzo Valley School Complex, and the Empire Grade, um, Mare Creek Road. As and as a board uh, metro board member, I'm enthusiastic about the reimagined uh, metro funding that we've looked 
we've heard about. And I look forward to the results of that in the pilot program. And as a county supervisor, I'm uh, equally gratified for the funding to repair the roads. Uh, we don't have the roads in, in order. Nothing else travels very well uh, at all. So uh, that's first things first. I think it's important to, I just saw a recent study uh, results from the Federal Emergency Management Agency. Uh, they they, uh, they uh, categorized, there's 3,143 counties in the United States, and they had a national landslide risk component of that. And unfortunately, we were number 15 in Santa Cruz County. Being high on that list is not a good thing. Uh, we need to pay attention to the road system that we have so everybody of every mode of transportation can take uh, uh, support for that. And I do support the recommendation to set aside the $2 million for passenger rail. But I wish to share my thoughts regarding that project itself. I've, I've supported funding for all of the rail exploratory studies, and there's been many of them in reports because I have always believed that we need to preserve the option passenger rail. Uh, it's just good public policy that we have. But I want to remind everyone that the RTC has a plan in place regarding passenger rail. Um, I fully support the concept report investment because we need to have the full facts regarding the feasibility to build and operate the passenger rail. And up to this point, I've, both sides of this discussion have argued the facts, if they will, their own facts regarding rail ridership, cost potential, uh, and to pull traffic off of Highway 1 and so on. But the only numbers we have now is that it says that it will cost $1.2 billion with a B. But likely that number will be much more in the future. Many rail proponents have indicated to my office that they do not care what the cost will be. It matters if we can realistically fund it. But we do not have the luxury of not caring about the cost of projects and each project we fund really must have a cost-benefit ratio analysis to it that shows how it should be prioritized. The concept report will illuminate the reality of the situation so the Commission can make an evidence-based decision regarding any next steps in pursuing passenger rail. I will not be in the seat when that decision is made, and I can hear the sighs of relief already. But, uh, <laughs> So I want to encourage all of you to analyze the concept report and make the best decision for our community within the context of all the other critical transportation needs that have been identified today. And lastly, it goes without saying, whenever I talk about transportation in Santa Cruz County, I want to thank the voters of Santa Cruz County, more than two-thirds of them, who, who supported Measure D that said, yes, we have an issue here and we want to try. Uh, we have a problem here, and we want to try to correct it and improve it to the best of our ability. There was very se various segments of that percentages have been mentioned, and each of those people that uh, you could be rail, you could be bike, you could be a, a bus, you could be uh, you could be a, a vehicle. Uh, they all say it wouldn't have passed without me, and you're right. It wouldn't have needed two thirds, and so it's a comprehensive measure that was passed that we have to address with the limited funds we have. I think this report we have and this suggestion we have is the best way we can address the transportation needs of Santa Cruz County today. Thank you, Commissioner McPherson.